Welcome to the Endometriosis Nutritionist podcast. My name is Anna Marika Gerritsen, but call me AMG. I'm a qualified nutritionist and I specialize in endometriosis. In this podcast, you will learn how what you eat and drink affect your endometriosis and how you can use your diet to take control over your symptoms. If you have endometriosis, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. And if you find it helpful, please leave a review so other women can get the same benefits. Let's start this episode. Hey, and welcome back to another episode. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna get onto my soapbox a little bit. I just, I just want to give you um, a bit of warning about that. I think as I talk through the topic for today, you might start to sort of see uh, where I um, sit in the opinion, you know, in, in, in what my opinion is about um, using birth control pills or um, injections or um, inserts to try and manage your endometriosis symptoms. Um, they're very often uh, prescribed um, and what they try to do with it is to reduce the hormones that re- that regulate your ovulation in your period. So it's the idea is um, that if you try, if you stop your cycle from working uh, normally as it normally would, uh, so you would not uh, ovulate, you may not have your period, or your period is very short or light. Um, the idea is that if you create this sort of menopause-like state with, with all, without all the negative side effects of menopause, that um, that your symptoms reduce. Um, now, some sources um, report that about one third of women with endometriosis don't find that they get any relief from taking using birth control medication. I find that amongst my clients, that percent, percentage is definitely higher. Um, uh, and that's listen. Maybe that's that sort of self-selection. So the um, you know the women that don't see any benefit, they look for other ways to reduce the severity of their symptoms, and might find um, you know nutrition a possible avenue. Um, but I find that a lot of them actually don't haven't found any um, relief from the pill, and then. Uh, many of them uh, also don't just like the idea of taking birth control medication. And I also have quite a lot of clients who find if they have had the Mirena, for example, or the implant in the uterus or the, the little thing in that's put in the uterus, that they actually have a lot of negative um, uh, experiences with that and feel very uncomfortable. I'm just not sure that manipulating hormones, um, so your estrogen and progesterone during your cycle, is enough to see a big improvement on many of your symptoms. It may improve some, the ones that are really specifically hormone-related. Of course, if you if you don't have a period or if you don't ovulate, certain processes don't take place. So the more uh, period-related symptoms may reduce like um you may have less cramping or you may have less bleeding or it may be shorter 
because if you don't, if your uterus doesn't, if you don't ovulate, then your uterus actually won't build the, um, uh, the, the you know, the endometrium inside your uterus. So you really don't have a proper uh, period. So I'm not saying that it doesn't um, help with some symptoms. And if it, if you're getting benefit from it, that is absolutely fantastic. Um, you know, you, 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 you get the benefit where you get it, right? Um, but I, I just have a few concerns about um, birth control medication. And they're not always you're told when um, your specialist prescribes you this medication. So first of all, we know, and this is not something that is just from a nutrition point of view or from a natural health point of view, but we know there's, there, there are, when you look at descriptions of um, birth control medication, one of the things it's always mentioned that it increases the risk of cardiovascular problems. Um, so, so that for me is a concern because inflammation, we know that your endometriosis is a problem of chronic systemic inflammation. We also know that cardiovascular problems are a problem of inflammation. More and more cardiovascular experts now realize that it is really the inflammation of your arteries and, and, and around your heart that are causing um, problems. And so if you um, you have a already inflammation, uh, which will already have increased your risk of um, uh, cardiovascular problems in itself and um, even certain cancers, and then you're adding um, medication that increases the inflammation even more and increases that risk that is um to me that is a concern um you may also experience side effects um side effects that you may never um actually have uh, contributed to your um, birth control medication um, headaches nausea um they say that it's only at the beginning uh, when you first start taking the medication but i I know, for example, that I always very strongly re reacted to anything that had female hormones in it. Um, I well, I immediately get bloated, so not so much nausea, but I definitely um, reacted quite strongly. Um, you can get bleeding in between your periods, so you can get unexpected uh, bleeds, um, mood changes, so. Um, you, even though it's sometimes sort of indicated that it will help with regulating your moods, you can, one of the reactions you can get is big mood changes, uh, decreased sex drive, um, some women experience weight gain, and you can increase the risk of certain cancers. And again, that comes back to that um, inflammation that sits under your um, uh, endometriosis. Now, before I continue, um, just a quick pause here. Um, you may be a bit concerned about some of the things I'm talking about, uh, or you may like to talk about alternatives to the birth control pill for managing endometriosis. If so, um, a free 30-minute endometriosis SOS call might be helpful. In it, we can discuss your endometriosis journey, your symptoms, your goal. Um, I will share what I do and, and how I work so that you can decide whether you want to try 
a nutritional approach either instead of birth control or in addition to your birth control medication. You'll find the link to book an endometriosis SOS call in the show notes. Okay, so back to um, my little uh, soapbox episode. Uh, so f- from a nutritional point of view, there are actually some specific um, things to know as well. Um, so we know that the pill changes microbiomes. And um, if you've been listening to other f- podcast episodes, you know that one of the issues in endometriosis that we know that women with endometriosis already have is that they have an altered microbiome. Now, most of the time when when we look at when people talk about oh the you know the pill or and and its connection to the microbiome, we look at the vaginal microbiome, and there's an absolute impact there. So we know that the pill changes the uh, microbiome in your vagina, and increases the risk of vaginal yeast infections. So that's one thing because the the, the bacteria in your vagina are meant to fight off. Um, those yeast infections and if you if if you have less of the simply put if you have less of the good ones and too many of the bad ones then that those yeast infections have um well have free reign really so that's one thing so the 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 vaginal microbiome we know is changed but we also know that the gut microbiome changes when you take the pill Um, so that means that um, and, and in fact, some studies are now suggesting that taking the, the, the birth control pill increases the risk of inflammatory bowel diseases. Now, I know that endometriosis is not an inflammatory bowel disease, but it, it, it comes back again to the gut. Your gut plays a big role in your endometriosis symptoms. And we know that women with endometriosis have gut problems. So that's an interesting connection made there with inflammation, inflammatory bowel disease. The other thing that we also know is that taking birth control medication actually changes or reduces um, your levels of certain vitamins and minerals um, and some that are really absolutely crucial. So we know that they can change cause deficiencies in B vitamins. Now, B vitamins are involved in so many different uh, body processes, but definitely um, are part of of your energy production. So if fatigue is one of your symptoms, then um, and, and you're taking the pill, you could potentially have um, a B vitamin deficiency thanks to uh, taking the pill. Um, vitamin C, it reduces um, uh, the vitamin C that you have available um, in your body. And Vitamin C is a very important antioxidant. It is needed for collagen production. It is, it is needed for so many different things. Um, zinc, also, we see zinc deficiencies as a um, consequence of uh, using birth control pills. Um, and zinc is one of those absolute key minerals when we look at the immune system. And when you have endometriosis, your immune system is just not functioning properly and it needs zinc and it needs good levels of zinc. And finally, magnesium. And that's an interesting one. Magnesium is um, the main role, of ma- one of the key roles in mag- for magnesium that we talk about um, regularly is that it's, um, so magnesium is a relaxant. 
um, especially if you look at um, uh, uh, muscles, calcium makes muscles contract and magnesium makes muscles relax. Now, when you have a cramping around your period, we often um, it, you need the magnesium to, to calm that down and to relax those muscles around your uterus. So having a magnesium deficiency is not going to help there. And magnesium plays so many other important roles. And I think I should, actually, as I'm saying that, I should probably make a note to record a, an episode about magnesium and all the wonderful things that it can do for you. Um, so taking the pill also reduces, make, means you're deficient in certain, it can cause you to be deficient in certain very important uh, nutrients. So now please don't think I'm saying you shouldn't take the pill. Um, it's absolutely, it's your decision. And if you're finding, find you're getting relief from your symptoms, then that, that is absolutely wonderful. You, really, you take it where you can find it. I absolutely am with you on that one. So just some, some things that you may not have known about how uh, the birth control pill affects your health. Um, now, personally, I feel prescribing it does not really take into consideration the more recent thinking about endometriosis as an inflammatory disease. It's still very much based on the assumption that hormones are the problem. Um, and I'm not sure that that is, um, that, that is the case. <laughs> I'm convinced that it's hormones are involved and hormones um, uh, have an effect in the whole process uh, but they are not the cause of your um, endometriosis okay end of my soapbox talk um, let me know if you take the pill and if you get benefit from it I'd love to hear that I get to, get to hear a lot of um, the non-benefits um, if you do find that you take, you have used birth control medication and you're wondering about it, reach out. Um, there are options in addition to your birth control pill or instead of. Um, the more options you have, the more you can find a way of managing your symptoms that is the best way for you and only you can decide that. All right. Thank you very much. Talk to you soon. Bye for now. Now, if listening to this podcast, you are wondering if nutrition could be an avenue for you to pursue to try and control your symptoms and reduce your symptoms um, or the severity of your symptoms, then why not book a, an endometriosis SOS call with me? It's an obligation-free, totally free 30-minute uh, video call where we can talk about what you're experiencing and I will be able to give you some options to go forward. The link is in the show notes.